Hello there. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and it's that time again. Time for a heartfelt podcast. Can't wait. I'd like to dedicate today to Ronnie. She is awesome. She really came through and stepped up and just really showed what she's made of. So appreciated, Ronnie. And also to Bobby, who is my spiritual mentor. Now, he not only enrolled me in theological school, but he's going to pay for it. So, oh my God, I'm just surrounded with all of God's blessings. And don't you give up on me, oh Lord. You know I love you. Okay, let us pray. We're all gathered together. Let's do it. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins. And rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Close your eyes, bow your head. This is our daily prayer. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live before today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. Okay, we're going to open up our Bibles today, and um, I'm actually, uh, this is Deuteronomy 19, and I'm in the Charles F. Stanley um, Bible Principles, 
It's awesome. Why does God tell us to flee from evil? Those who hope that God will tolerate a little sinfulness generally do so because of iniquity in their own lives. They do nothing about their sin, even though they recognize it as wrong. But we are all sinful, you may protest. None of us is perfect. True. Romans 3.23 says plainly, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But recognizing our sin should compel us to do something about it. When we understand that we have violated God's will, we need to come to the Father and say, I need your forgiveness, Lord. Please wash me and make me clean in your sight. When we recognize that we have acted wrongly toward our neighbors, or that we've disobeyed God, we should not casually brush aside our offense as if to say, well, that's just my human nature. Rather, we need to come to God and say, I have sinned. Have mercy upon me. Transform me, Lord, into the likeness of Christ so that I won't desire to do this again. Deuteronomy 19.19 gives clear instructions on how to deal with our sin. You shall put away the evil from among you, and those who remain shall hear and fear, and hereafter they shall not again commit such evil among you. Centuries later, Jesus told a woman caught in the act of blatant sin, Go and sin no more. Facing the fact that we are sinful creatures is not the same as tolerating sin in our lives. Scripture teaches us that God desires for us to hate sin and its consequences and to completely avoid evil. We are not to imitate evil. We are not to embrace evil. We are not to flirt with evil. We are not even to be curious about evil. Rather, we are to turn our backs on it and run from it at full speed. Why does God want you to flee from evil? Because he desires to protect you from sin's terrible consequences. The Lord knows what you will reap when you sow sinfulness a harvest of terrible consequences, including anguish, trials, heartaches, and adversity. So don't do it. Instead, flee from evil and experience the blessings of the Lord. Amen. Flee from evil. We'll be right back with some more and we'll be reading from Trusting God day by day. Stay right there. Joyce Meyer talks about how to win the battle. She quotes Ephesians 6.14. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, 
and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. The Bible says that if we meet our battles with peace and respond to the upsets in life with peace, we will experience victory. Well, it's a paradox. It doesn't make any sense. How can we win if we stop fighting? Moses told the Israelites not to fight when they found the Red Sea facing them on one side and the Egyptian army chasing them on the other. They became frightened and he told them, fear not, stand still, excuse me, (coughs) sorry, firm, (coughs) confident, undismayed and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians you have seen today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace and remain at rest. Notice that Moses told the Israelites to hold their peace and remain at rest. Why? They were at war and it was necessary for them to respond with peace in order to win the battle. God would fight for them if they would show their confidence in him by being peaceful. If you hold on to your peace, he will do the same for you. Trust in him. Don't fight a battle when you should be holding your peace. Choose to stop fighting and trust God to fight for you because that is how to win the battle. Amen. She also talks about God's anointing and how it helps you in everything you do. Zechariah 4, 6 says, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is one of the most important things in our life. It ushers us into the presence and the power of God. The anointing manifests in ability, enablement, and strength. The anointing ministers life to you. We will feel alive and strong physically when the anointing is flowing as well as mentally alert. So when we live in peace and harmony, we unleash God's anointing for more than just a ministry. I believe there's an anointing for everything that we are called to do, not just for spiritual things. We can be anointed for cleaning the house, doing laundry, leading a home or business, or being a student. God's presence makes everything easy and enjoyable. God's presence makes everything easy and enjoyable. What other kind of things may we expect to be anointed for? Um, A woman can go to the grocery store and be anointed by God to shop for her family's groceries if she will exercise her faith to release the anointing. 
I believe there's an anointed sleep that we can enjoy when we go to bed at night. However, if a person lies in bed and thinks of some situation that is full of strife, he or she is not likely to sleep well due to the fretful dreams or tossing and turning all night. I believe there's an anointing to go to your workplace and enjoy being there. The anointing will also help you do your job with ease. If you have strife with your boss or with other employees, the anointing will be blocked. Whether the strife is open or hidden within your heart, the effect is the same. So keep strife out so that you can live by the anointing that God has given, the anointing that will help you in all you do. Stay peaceful and calm. Be quick to forgive, slow to anger, be patient, and most importantly, be kind. Protect the anointing in your life and sow seeds by helping others do the same. In doing so, you will reap a harvest in your own time of need. God's Spirit is on you. Time flies by as you enjoy what you're doing and you do it with ease. Everything you do can feel just like that when you live in peace and harmony, trusting God's anointing to be unleashed in you for all things. Amen. Now, when we come back, we are going to focus on the number one thing that blocks all of our blessings if we are not clean and pure, and that is unforgiveness. So when we come back, be ready because we are going to pray the forgiveness prayer. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You really need this. You really, really, really need this. Thank you, listeners. Okay, I'd like everyone to take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Push your shoulders back and pray with me. The following prayer covers most significant areas of forgiveness. Often such a prayer will bring to mind other areas that need forgiveness. Let the Holy Spirit move freely and guide your mind to persons or groups that you need to forgive. Lord Jesus Christ, I ask today to forgive everyone in my life. I know that you will give me the strength to forgive and I thank you that you love me more than I love myself and want my happiness more than I desire it for myself. Father, I forgive you for the times that death has come into my family hard times, 
financial difficulties, or what I thought were punishments sent by you. And people said, it's God's will. And I became bitter and resentful toward you. Purify my heart and mind today, Lord. I forgive myself for my sins, my faults, and my failings. For all that is bad in myself or that I think is bad, I forgive myself and I accept your forgiveness. Thank you, Lord. I further forgive myself for taking your name in vain, for not worshiping you by attending church, for hurting my parents, getting drunk, for sins against purity, for reading bad books, watching bad movies, fornication, adultery, homosexuality, abortion, stealing, lying, defrauding, hurting people's reputation. You have forgiven me today, Lord, and I forgive myself. Thank you, Lord, for your grace at this moment. And I also forgive myself for any delvings in superstition, using Ouija boards, horoscopes, going to seances, using fortune telling, or wearing lucky charms. I reject all that superstition and choose you alone as my Lord and Savior. So please fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I truly forgive my mother. I forgive her for all the times that she hurt me. She resented me. She was angry with me and for all the times that she punished me. I forgive her for the times that she preferred my brothers and sisters to me. I forgive her for the times that she told me I was dumb or ugly or stupid, the worst of the children, or that I cost the family a lot of money, and for the times that she told me I was unwanted, an accident, a mistake, or not what she expected. I forgive her. Lord, I truly forgive my father. I forgive him for any non-support, any lack of love, any lack of affection or attention. I forgive him for any lack of time, for not giving me his companionship, for his drinking, arguing and fighting with my mother and the other children, for his severe punishments, for desertion, for being away from home, for divorcing my mother and for any running around. I do forgive him. Lord, I extend my forgiveness to my sisters and brothers. I forgive those who rejected me, lied about me, hated me, resented me, competed for my parents' love, those who hurt me, who physically harmed me, 
for those who were too severe on me, punished me, or made my life unpleasant in any way. I do forgive them. Lord, I forgive my spouse for lack of love, affection, consideration, support, attention, communication, for faults, failings, weaknesses, and those other acts or words that hurt or disturb me. Jesus, I forgive my children for their lack of respect, lack of obedience, lack of love, lack of attention, support, warmth, understanding, for their bad habits, for falling away from the church, for any bad actions they do which disturb me. Lord God, I forgive my in-laws, my mother-in-law, father-in-law, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, son-in-law, daughter-in-law, and other relatives by marriage who treat my family with a lack of love for all their words, thoughts, actions, or omissions which injure and cause pain. I forgive them. Please help me to forgive my relatives, my grandmother, my grandfather, aunts, uncles, cousins, anyone who's interfered in our family, has been possessive of my parents, or may have caused confusion or turned one parent against the other. Jesus, help me to forgive my co-workers who are disagreeable or make life miserable for me. For those who push their work off on me, gossip about me, won't cooperate with me, try to take my job, I do forgive them. I do. My neighbors need to be forgiven, Lord. For all their noise, letting their property run down, not tying up their dogs who run through my yard, not taking in their trash barrels, for being prejudiced and running down the neighborhood, I do forgive them. I do forgive my clergymen my congregation and my church for their lack of support, affirmation, for bad sermons, pettiness, lack of friendliness, not providing me or my family with the inspiration we needed, for any hurts that they've inflicted on me or my family, even in the distant past, I forgive them today. Lord, I forgive all of those of different persuasions, those of opposite political views who have attacked me, ridiculed me, discriminated against me, made fun of me, 
and hurt me economically. I forgive those of different religious denominations and beliefs who have harassed me, attacked me, argued with me, forced their view on me or my family. Those who have harmed me ethically, have discriminated against me, mocked me, made jokes about my race or nationality, hurt my family physically, emotionally, or economically. I do forgive them today. <sighs> Keep breathing. Lord, I forgive all professional people who have hurt me in any way. Doctors, nurses, lawyers, judges, politicians, and civil servants. I forgive all service people, policemen, firemen, bus drivers, hospital workers, and especially repairmen who have taken advantage of me in their work. Lord, I forgive my employer for not paying me enough money, for not appreciating my work, for being unkind and unreasonable with me, for being angry or unfriendly, for not promoting me, and for not complimenting me on my work. Lord, I forgive my school teachers and instructors of the past as well as the present for those who punished me, humiliated me, insulted me, treated me unjustly, made fun of me, called me dumb or stupid, made me stay after school. I truly forgive them today. Lord, I forgive my friends who have let me down, lost contact with me, do not support me, were not available when I needed help, borrowed money and did not return it, and gossiped about me. Lord Jesus, I especially pray for the grace of forgiveness for the one person in life who has hurt me the most. I also ask forgiveness for the person I consider my greatest enemy, the one who is the hardest to forgive, or the one who said, or the one that I said, I would never forgive. Lord, I beg pardon of all these people for the hurt I have inflicted on them, especially my mother and father, and my marriage partner. I am especially sorry for the three greatest hurts that I have inflicted on any of these. Thank you, Jesus, that I am being freed of the evil of unforgiveness. Let your Holy Spirit fill me with light and let every dark area of my mind be enlightened. Amen.
Forgiveness will clear all passageways for the blessings that God has for us. Forgive everybody today. Just do it. You can visit anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support to make any donation if you'd like. Every little bit helps and I thank you sincerely. We thank Spotify, we thank Anchor, we thank Apple Podcasts, etc., etc. There's a lot of platforms that are helping to get the word of God out. So uh, let's keep them replenished, I guess. Listeners, have a blessed day. I love you. Thank you for coming to pray with me. God loves you. Bye for now.